1: Your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
2: Coming up for us, let's say it. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. That means speak to us, Lord. We need to hear a word from you. Give us direction. Give us inspiration. Give us correction. Let us get everything. Shout everything. Let us get everything that we need to get out of this word today. In Jesus' name. If you're expecting, can you just lift your hands, open your mouth in the building and online, and just worship God for eight seconds. Eight is the number of a new beginning. Eight. Seven. Come on, let me hear you in the building. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Twitch. Come on, Twitter. Come on in the app. Come on, Apple TV. Come on, Roku. Roku. Come on, every platform. Come on, fire stick. Come on, shout, Speak, Lord. I'm ready. Let's go. Grab a seat. So let's go to work. This series this month is called Divine Detox. Say, Divine Detox. A divine detox is this it is the spiritual and natural process and period of time to abstain and rid oneself of toxins pay attention a divine detox is different than just a normal detox youtube a divine detox means that there's a spiritual and a natural component the natural deals with the fruit that something toxic has produced but the spiritual deals with the root that created the toxicity in the first place so many people only want to deal with the fruit and never address the root so the fruit consistently grows back. And I want to speak it into somebody's life today. You, the fruit that you saw in your previous, you're not going to see in your future. <laughs> But the spiritual means let's get down to the root. Why in the world did this become this way in the first place? And it's a process. You didn't become toxic overnight. You won't necessarily detox overnight. But when you commit to the process, we've set aside this eighth month. Why this month? Because eight is the number of a new beginning, which means before God is ever going to take you into something, he detoxes you so that you will be able to maintain what you're about to take. And for some of you, I'm so glad that you did not give up. I'm so glad you didn't commit suicide. I'm so glad you didn't let that toxic person make you toxic. I just believe there's some people in the building and online that can say, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm certainly grateful that I'm not where I used to be and I believe something greater is coming for me. If that's you, touch somebody close to you, say something big is about to show up for you. But we got to get you ready for it because you don't want to get there and not be able to stay there you don't want to get there and not be able to keep it what god's about to do you're gonna get it and you're gonna keep it the bible says his anger is for a moment but his favor is for a lifetime trouble is temporary toxic is temporary triumph is forever say it's a process talk to me nine fifteen. say it's a process it is a process, so there's steps, there's stages. That's why all this month I'm walking you through that. And, and it's a period of time. And for some of you, hear me, God has had you in a prolonged period of time where you've had to do two things. You've had to abstain and read. Hmm. When you look at to abstain, this means this is a word of action, which means there are certain things I have to say no to. And sometimes when God knows if I don't have the strength to say no, he'll make them say no so that, okay, you missed it. See, and I'm not even talking something about necessarily something always sexual, because the first place many people go is sexual. Sometimes you have family members that are toxic, and God says, since you won't say no to them, I'll make them quit you in advance. I There are certain things you have to abstain from and certain things you have to rid from yourself, which means I have to make the conscious choice to get rid of this. And for some of you, the abstaining that God has required in your life meant that you had to feel like you were isolated. You were still around people, but you felt like it was just you. You had a group of people around you, but you felt like it was just you. You married, but you felt like it was just you. You got kids, but you felt like it was just you. Would you touch somebody close to you and say, you've been detoxing, you've been detoxing. So I've got to abstain from some things, and there's some things I have to rid myself of. So pay attention. Toxicity begins in the heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, this means this is important, guard your heart. And in the scripture, Old Testament, um, the word heart is leb, L-E-B. New Testament, it's the word cardia with a K, not a C like we do in American English. It's the K. And it literally means your mind. So here's what Proverbs says. Above everything. Everybody say Everything. I need you to say it like you're from the South. Say everything. Above everything else, watch me, Um, more important than you feeling important, more important than you being accepted by people, more important than you feeling this or feeling that. He says, this is what you're going to have to do above everything else. Guard your mind. In other words, pay attention to what you let in and pay attention to what you let out. Because from it flows everything that you do. Which means, pay attention, what's in your heart is going to work through your hands. Sometimes people say, I didn't mean to do that, but the truth is you did. That's what's in your heart. You just didn't mean for me to see you do that. I didn't mean to say that. Oh, no, you meant to say it. You just didn't mean for me to be in the room when you said it. Because what's in your heart shows up in your hands. Oh, my God. So the Bible says I got to guard my heart. Say guard my heart. Guard. Guard it from what? Guard it from toxic influences. I feel like teaching this thing today. What's a toxic influence? It's to affect and impact the character, development, direction, or behavior of someone or something. Pay attention. An influence is to affect and impact the character, who a thing is. For many of you, who you are has been shaped not by who you really are, but by toxic people that try to define who you are. They put their label on you. and Watch me, because you wouldn't help them. They called you stingy as if you're responsible for grown people. Y'all ain't going to talk? Watch me. Because you didn't want to hang out with them because all they wanted to do is sit up and talk about other people. Now they call you bougie because you don't want to come around them. Well, call me what you want to call me, but I bet you I'm going to be bougie and blessed. Y'all ain't going to but they'll try to put a label on you to affect and impact the character development, which means a toxic influence will impact who you end up becoming so that you never ever fully develop into what God has ordained for you to become because something negatively impacts your development. Then the direction, you can be headed in the right direction, but a toxic influence gets you going in the wrong direction. And for some of you, watch me, you were doing well and then a toxic influence showed up and made you turn in the wrong direction. What if I told you, the Lord says, I'm about to set you back in the right direction today uh-uh watch me and when i get back on the right direction what took years i'll get done in one day i feel like preaching 9:15. when i'm going in the right direction what god hasn't done in years god will do it in come on drop a one in the comments right there watch me It is to affect and impact the character, development, direction, watch me, or behavior. Many people act the way they do because there's been a negative or a toxic influence that's made you that way. You didn't naturally have that attitude. You dealt with somebody with a bad attitude, and so now you carry their attitude with you. You're normally a very happy person, but because you live in a house with unhappy people, preach, Bishop, now that toxic influence has got on you. You normally are an encourager to other people, but because you're around somebody that's negative and depressed and got all this anxiety, now that's got on you. But I wish you touch somebody close to you. Say, but we detoxing today. We... Uh Uh-uh, wrong neighbor. Because when you touch them that, they ought to put a praise behind that to push that. Touch somebody else. Say, we're detoxing today. So watch this. Proverbs 25, 26 says, If the godly give in to the wicked or to the toxic, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. Pay attention to the verse. If the godly give in, which means for, something, for a toxic influence to work, I have to give in to it. And sometimes the pressure of toxic people and the pressure of toxic influences makes you yield to what you're supposed to resist. You, you, you don't normally act that way, but, but since they came at you with all that rat-tat-tat-tat, tat, tat, God, I wish I had some real people like this now. If the godly give in to the wicked, which means you have to resist a toxic influence. Why? Because you got to guard your heart, which means I got to resist your negative. Let me be negative. I got to resist your bad attitude, making me have a bad attitude. I got to resist your trifling behavior, making me match that trifling behavior. I'm here to tell some of y'all, you are too high to keep coming that low. Let's go. If the godly give to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. So pay attention, pay attention. This is you. Say, this is me. Okay, this is you. This is you. Some of y'all remember this from when you used to make Kool-Aid. Listen. Now, you can't mess with that Kool Aid no more. It's too much white sugar. <laughs> you, you ready? And then you need a miracle to get healed from sugar. You know, that's what they call it in the South. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Watch me. Uh, so so, so, so say, say, I have to resist. So here's what happens when you get around toxic influences, you can think you're influencing them and not even realize how they're influencing you. See, since they're never on time, you begin to match it. So now you ain't never on time. And for some of you watch me, you're going to be late for your own breakthrough. If that man, Bartimaeus, was not in the right place at the right time when Jesus was walking back as he was late because he was dealing with trifling, toxic people. The... Y'all ready now, 15? Okay, hey, well, watch me. You don't even realize there's a transaction going around every time you are around something. You ready? So if you're not, pay attention. It, so this is you. Say, this is me. Okay? But well, watch me. Th- this is the way God sent you to the earth. He didn't send you here toxic. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which means my life did not begin at conception. My life began preconception. You had to be here. That's why even if you would have been aborted from that body, you would have gotten to another body because you had to be here. Would you look at the person next to you say, you had to be born. You had Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and I approved of you as my chosen instrument, which means God says I approved you to go to the earth. So I'll dare you let somebody's disapproval of you on the earth blocked my approval of you before i sent you to the earth i formed you in your mother's womb, and god doesn't form mess god doesn't form trash god doesn't form junk when he formed you come here bible you were fearfully and wonderfully made i wish you'd encourage somebody close to you say you're not a mistake you're not a mistake tell them say you're not a failure tell them say you're not junk i come against low self-esteem at this 9 15. I pray that you would start to see yourself the way that God sees you. You are not some mistake. You are not some failure. You are not drunk. You made mistakes, but you're not one. You've had some failures, but you're not one. You ready? This is how he sent you. But then what happens? Then you go through tribulations. Then you go through issues. Then you get around toxic influences. And what happens is you are good. And now you're toxic. And here's the problem. You say, well, it's not that much. The problem is it, it, it's, that it's enough so it can't be used. See, that's like saying it's just a little glass. Okay, you're going to, who's going to chew? It's just a little glass. Who's going to chew just a little glass? Let's go. Who, who's going to chew just a little glass? You might say, it's just, it's just for those of you who've been around for a while, it's just a little Drano. I only had a few sips of the Drano. You have met somebody that act like they were drinking Drano. Oh, you ain't, oh maybe you're a Drano drinker, okay? You ready? You're just like, what are you talking about? What are you thinking? You, you wouldn't have a cup of this and say, it's just a little draino. That's the same way with toxic influences. You think it's just a little, but you don't even recognize how much it's done to you. Oh, but today. I wish I had some faith people in this building. Somebody say, but today. It says, if the godly give in to the wicked, it's like the polluting. So it starts a little, and then before you know it, you look just like what you said you did not want to look like. You said you never wanted to be like your daddy, but look at him. Look, 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 look. look. And it's more of you than that. You said you didn't want to be like your cousin, them. And now everything that was in them is in you. It's in you. So watch what the Bible says. If the godly give in to the wicked, say, Lord, help me not to give in to toxic. Say it like you mean it. Say, Lord, help me not to give in to toxic. If the godly give in to the wicked or to the toxic, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. So pay attention. 1 Corinthians 5, 6 says, Don't you realize that this sin is like a little yeast that spreads throughout the whole batch of dough. Sin means to error or to make a mistake. So pay attention. The more that you are influenced by something toxic, you don't even recognize that, watch me, this is how you were. But now, this is how you've become. You used to love God. You used to love church. You used to love serving. You used to love worshiping until you got around they toxic behind. And all they did was say little things that introduced toxicity. And so now you've gone from, listen, you used to love supporting and helping other people. And now I ain't helping nobody. I ain't doing nothing for nobody. I'm so sick of people. I'm tired. of. How are you sick of what you're called to? You're called to people. You can't be sick of people. So So now you've become polluted because it is spread. Say it's spread. And here's the problem when it spreads. A little poison goes a long way. And you can't control what poison does once it's ingested. I'm gonna say it again. Let me back to tank up. You cannot control what poison does once it's ingested. In fact, if we were to look at the back of this drainal bottle, it tells you on the back. That this is toxic and that if you consume this, watch me, the only way you're able to do this is you have to go see a medical professional or you have to wash thoroughly. Let me see if I can help some of y'all. What are we doing this month? Washing thoroughly. And God's word is our medical professional. Because some of y'all, you've been ingesting what's been making you toxic, and you're trying to figure out why you're so tired. You, there's a toxic influence. Why you've been so negative lately? It's a toxic influence. Why have you had a bad attitude? It's a toxic influence. Why has it been hard to pray? It's a toxic influence. Why has it been hard to give? It's a toxic influence. But today, watch me, watch me. A little poison can go a long way, and you can't control what it does once it's ingested. So, what is toxic, Bishop? It's poisonous. Poison. Poison. 915. That is literally in the gospel annals of Harvest Church. Now, we're going to get it right at that 1115. All right? Say poison. This means it's capable of causing death or serious debilitation. Death means it stops living. And for some of you, there are several things that have stopped living, not because they couldn't live, but because you were too toxic to make it live. Debilitation means that it doesn't move the way that it should move. It doesn't operate the way that it should operate. For some of you, toxic influences have killed your dreams. So you've settled to say, well, I guess this is as good as it's going to get for me. But today, it's about to be a defibrillation in the building. It's about to be a defibrillation online. For some of you, for some of you, watch me, this debilitation is that you started moving slow because toxic people began to make you question yourself. I'll talk over here because they don't shout over here. Toxic people began to make you question yourself. And so now you move really slow. You're, you're overly cautious. And you don't think things over. You overthink things. And you call it wisdom. It's not wisdom. You've been debilitated. But today, I wish I had a church in this building end or line that would release a worship for three seconds like something's about to change. Go. Three. Go. Two. Come on, 915. Help on somebody. Say, let's detox. Let's go. So watch me. It's poisonous, capable of causing death or serious debilitation. Here's the next definition of toxic. It's an asset that's lost too much value to be sold in the open market. When you begin to become toxic, your value decreases. You won't see yourself properly. Watch me. And people will never see you properly. So they'll sell you like you a cheeseburger when you a Big Mac to all beef patties. When you don't know, watch me, when you're unaware of your value, you will begin to accept what anybody offers. You missed what I just said. So watch me, you'll tolerate sloppy friends because you feel like that's all you deserve. You'll tolerate a bad relationship because you'll feel like that's all you deserve. You'll tolerate people being inconsistent with you. Some of you need to apologize to certain people. Come here, Nita Baker. I apologize for letting you be this half-ass in my life. I apologize for letting you be this sloppy and me tolerating it. I'm not cussing when I say ass, it's in the Bible, Deuteronomy 22.10. It says, And thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. That refers to a donkey, all right? Just, Just elbow the person next to you and say, you need to apologize to some people. Say it again, say, you need to apologize to some people. Say, you never should have accepted certain things. Oh, but the good news is what I accepted yesterday, I can cancel today. What I accepted an hour ago, I can cancel it in between services. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me, For some of y'all, there's some cancellations you need to do right after church. I ain't waiting until tomorrow. I'm about to cancel y'all behind today. Let's go. Let's go. Next, it's very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. Pervasive means when toxic shows up, it takes over. This was you. This was you. This was you. But when toxic showed up, what happened? Toxic took over. Say it's pervasive. Say it took over. Which means you're not even you anymore. So you'll start telling people, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) you just, you got light skin toxicity. toxicity. Yeah. You light black, listen. (laughs) You'll begin to say, this is who you are. When the reality is this is not who you are. This is who you are. But an influence has taken over. A bad relationship from 89 has taken over. A bad friendship has taken over. A bad experience at one church has taken over. Y'all do gonna say nothing to me. A bad experience in one place has taken over. You ready? It's a pervasive, so it takes over, and it's insidious. Say insidious. Insidious means this. Insidious means that it's gradual, and it's subtle with harmful effects, which means it did not happen quickly. Say it didn't happen quickly. Okay. this thing happened over time the worst kind of toxic is a toxic that builds up until one day you snap crackle and pop and for some of y'all today's message is about to help you cause I don't know about you sometimes you gotta hear me sometimes when you become toxic people will do certain things and certain things will happen and you will snap crackle I just need you to cause I don't know who needs this I need you to touch somebody close you. say I cancel your snap crackle and your pop You're not going to snap. What you're dealing with is not going to break you. You're not going to crack. You are too strong to crack. And you are not going to pop off. You have worked too hard to build and to get what you've gotten. To let one moment of anger rob you of what you've built. I wish you open up your mouth 915. Say, I'm not snapping, cracking or popping. I'm about to prevail. (laughs) I'm about to see the goodness of the Lord. Because what God has not done in years, God will do it in one day. You ready? So Wednesday's message, I taught you how to detox from learned helplessness. And I want to zone back in on this man from John chapter 5. What is learned helplessness? It is a status. Say status. Uh, 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 the definition it's a status or it's a state where a, after a person has experienced stressful situations repeatedly, they believe they're unable to control or change the situation. See, some of you want to move, but the state that you're in, hmm, the status that you're in has locked you to believe you can't actually change, what you have the power to change. You say it's because of your kids, but let's keep it honest. You don't fool with them that much anyhow. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. let's be honest they can move anyhow they could go to another city anyhow they'd be fine kids are more resilient than you give them y'all ain't gonna talk to me 915 you say you want another job but you keep applying for the same type of roles and you say you want to make more money but you keep applying for the same compensation rate because you don't believe you can change what you can change but I came to speak faith into somebody's come on look at somebody say everything's about to get better for you Say it like you mean it. Say everything's about to get better. Make it it corporate say for us. It's a status where after you've experienced stressful situations repeatedly, you believe you're unable to control or change the situation. So, So you could get a different type of employment you don't even try. You can move. You haven't even tried. You mean to tell me you're gonna let a thousand-dollar moving fee stop you from? Ch- I got the Holy Ghost. You ready? You ready? Come on. You 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 can get different friends, but you've just become so used to the toxic ones that you have that the idea of meeting somebody new and interact—I don't want to do that. I don't want to. Do- well, stop complaining about the toxic ones you got, but you're not gonna do something to get some that are not. Y'all ready? Talk, y'all ready? Yeah. Hi, look, it says they believe they're unable to control or change the situation. Here it is, so they don't even try. Question, what have you not even tried to change? And you told yourself it can't change. It can't change. It can't be different. It can't be better. This is just the way it is. You ready? And you saying that like it's a badge of honor. And God says, I'm a God of movement. Come here, Genesis. You've never seen God stand still. I feel like preaching now. In the New Testament, he was always on his way somewhere. Mm. Which means God is never stuck in one place. When they tried to lock him down in Capernaum, Jesus got up and said, let's get up and let's get to move him. I got to get to some other cities. I got people to meet. I got places to go. I got things to do. You can't lock me down to one zip code. Tell somebody, say, you're bigger than your zip code. I don't like the way they respond. To test somebody else, say so you're bigger than your current zip code. Come here, Old Testament in Genesis, when we're introduced to God, the Bible says, and the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the deep, which means God never stays stuck. God never stays stagnant. And for some of y'all, you're about to bust a move, and this next move is going to be your game-changing, life-changing. I wish I had faith in this building and door line. Come on, open your mouth. Say, everything's about to get better for me. So they believe that they're unable to change or control the situation. So they don't even try. Watch this. Even when opportunities, I'll give you a pass. Even when opportunities for change become available. So you say, I just, I just want, Lord, just open up a door for me to start a new career. He lays it in front of you. I don't have an education. I'm going to hit you in the head with the mic. I'm going to hit you in the head with the mic. Watch me. If he put it in front of you, who are you to tell him you can't walk through it? And for some of y'all, you're like, this is so much bigger than what I'm used to, because you're so much bigger than who you became. You're so much greater than who you became. Oh, God, I'm going to get to the message in a minute. But I just need some of y'all that have faith like mine to pop up out your seat and take a step. I'm about to step into something big. I'm about to step into something amazing. I've been in this state too long. I've been in this place too long. I'm ready. Come on, 915, open your mouth, say, let's bust a move. Grab a seat. So this man in John chapter 5, He has a spiritual and a natural condition what did he need a divine detox see see the natural is this psychological state he's in called learned helplessness so for 38 years he's been stuck in a place that jesus gave him an opportunity to get out of but he never took advantage of the opportunity in fact every year prior he had an opportunity to get out of it but learned helplessness his natural Would not let him change. But then there's something spiritual. This is why Jesus had to show up. This is why this series this month is called A Divine Detox. Because this is not just about me taking natural steps to deal with the fruit. This is about me taking some spiritual information and allowing spiritual information to become revelation to my situation so I no longer live in constipation. So watch me. John chapter 5. Say 5. Shout it like an army. 915. Say 5. So there are five porches that are there. There are five porches. Five is the biblical number of grace. It's the biblical number of favor. It's the biblical number of supernatural. And in these lay a great multitude, which means most people have have learned helplessness. Most people have told themselves what they can't do when you serve a God that says you can do what? All Well, Bishop, it's difficult. It, it didn't say it wouldn't be difficult, but just because it's difficult doesn't mean it can't get done. I pray that you not be a punk because it's difficult. What, what is the punk bishop one that says it's too difficult i can't no i pray that god release the anointing for you to be a warrior for you to be a gladiator and say god it might be difficult but watch me get it done it might be challenging but i was born to conquer i wasn't sent to just have babies pay bills and die let's go i was sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. release a praise right there Nine fifteen. go Come on Facebook, come on YouTube. We're almost done. So, so in these lay a great multitude of what? Sick people. They're infected. I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna show you something. Cause this was this man. He's been sitting there for 38 years. He's been lying there for 38 years. But I want to show you why. Say why, Bishop? Why? Because in these lay a great multitude. You ready? Of sick people. How did coronavirus spread? Toxic influences. All you had to do was be in, write me, around somebody. And when they began to speak, come on 915, I got a handful, I need you to respond to me. All they had to do was speak, and what was toxic in them. And all of a sudden, you went around them healthy, but you left talking about (coughs) And for some of y'all, that's how your life has been. You went into the friendship healthy, but their toxic got you. (laughs) But today, let's go. Next type of person, blind person. Say, can't see. see. Nothing worse than driving behind somebody that can't see. Because they drive like they have nowhere to go. Blind here isn't just a natural state, it's a state for people, meaning they can't see themselves beyond what they're in. And the worst thing for you to do as somebody that has dreams is be around people that only have nightmares. Because they can't see themselves beyond that. So, you, so they, watch me. So, your vision, your dreams make them have an attitude with you. All you did was say, I think I want to start a business. A business. I think I'm going to start a restaurant. A restaurant. That is so hard to do. That's because they only see themselves, watch me, as working for somebody, but you see yourself as being people that somebody works for. And there's nothing wrong with working for somebody, but let me just prophesy to a few of you all, you just won't have a job. You will be a job creator. You might work over here, but you got a business over here that's employing people. I need you to open up your mouth saying the rest of my life will be the best of my life. So they can't see. So, So what's happening? So they got him. Third type of person, lame. See, when you're lame, <laughs> you're lame. You can't move forward. So these are people, pay attention, these are people that all of their moves are lateral and regressive. Wow. They go to the side, to the right, uh, uh, to the left. Uh, take it back now, yeah. Uh, uh, stay back there. Watch me. And then they'll be excited about failure. Everybody clap your hands. But you didn't move forward. They're clapping about going back. When the real shout ought to be, I got to go forward. And I need somebody at this 915 to hear me. You're about to see sudden. I want to prophesy. Fast forward movement between now and the end of this month. Open your mouth, 915. Say, say movement let's go fourth type of person is a paralyzed person this person they're powerless and they're ineffective so all of that is now in him this is how he was 39 years ago because he's not 38 years old he's been in that condition for 38 years which means he might be in his 40s might be in his 50s why does the bible call him a certain man and not name him so then this way anytime you read this you can put yourself in that seat This ain't just something he did for this man in John 5. I need you to make this declaration and say he's about to do it for me. 9.15, when you say that, you have to say that. Look look at me, look at me, look at me. If you don't believe it, you can't fool God. Job twenty two twenty eight 28, and you will decide a thing, and it will be established for you, and light will shine on your path. Which means God says, I know when you're faking the funk and you really haven't decided. And some of you are like, well, Bishop, i decide if I knew. Uh-uh. You don't have to worry about the how. I just need you to make the decision that you're going to do. For everybody that's about to make the decision, watch me. Without worrying about what your neighbor thinks about you in this building or online, make your decision known by your praise. One, two, three, go. Oh, I decided. Oh, I decided. Oh, I decided. Atlanta, I decided. Miami, I decided. Los Angeles, I decided. New Orleans, I decided. New York, I decided. Come on, open your mouth shout. I decided to go forward. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands like it's going to work. Clap your hands like God's about to release a strategy. How many types of people there? Four watch me he's the fifth I don't like your slow response there how many types of people are there one two three four sick lame paralyzed blind what are all of them doing waiting for the moving of the water which means most people live in a state where they're waiting on somebody to do something for them they were waiting for an angel to come and stir the water watch me If all that needed to happen was the water was stirred, why didn't somebody say, well, look, I'm just going to see what he does, and I'm just going to, if it works for him. See, some of y'all, the enemy turned you into a hater when you were supposed to be a student. You should have mocked what they did and then did what they did so you get what they got. Instead of hating that somebody else got in the water, well, if all he did was stir it, I'm going to walk over to the water and stir it for myself. What if I told you you're about to make happen for you? Watch me. What you've been waiting on for years and what hasn't happened in years, I'm going to say it again, 915, it will happen in one day. Shout one day. They're all waiting. They're all waiting. They're all waiting. Say they're all waiting. How many times of people? Four. Look at verse five. And there's a certain man. Say your name. Now, God plays the numbers, and the Bible is called Gematria. It's the spiritual significance of numbers. I already told you five is the number of what? Grace, favor, supernatural. How many porches are there? Five. What chapter of John is this? Five. What verse is this? Five. Bishop, why do you keep having us to say supernatural stuff? Because for some of y'all, you've been in it so long, you like, it couldn't change. You better hit me. It's about to. I'll shout by myself. Some of you been in it for so long, you're like, it couldn't get different. I wish you look at somebody and say, but it's about, it's about to. You're like, I'll never own my own property, but you're about to. I'll never be able to change, but you're about to. I'll never get off of that substance, but you're about to. I'll never get over that toxic relationship, but you're about to. A certain man, say your name, was there, pay attention, Why does the Bible tell us he was there when when it's already inferred based, based on the reference? Because just because you're there doesn't mean there is where you belong. It's quiet in this building and online. 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 Say a certain man. Had an infirmity. Everybody look at me. He is not blind. He is not lame. He is not paralyzed. And he is not, what's the last one? Blind, lame, paralyzed. Was the last one? Sick. Come on, be a good church now. I don't just need you shouting. I need you learning. He's not sick. Say he's not sick. He's not paralyzed. He's not lame. He's not blind. Say, he's the fifth type. You're not listening. Five is the number of grace, favor, supernatural. Which means, watch me, even your issue is anointed. 915. I don't know why y'all play with me. Even your challenge is anointed. Because he's not the first type, he's not the second type, he's not the third type, he's not the fourth type. Everybody open your mouth and say, I'm the fifth type. There's a certain man who had an infirmity. I'm almost done. What's an infirmity? It's an ailment that deprives one of enjoying or accomplishing what they'd like to. Pay attention. It's handicaps that go with a weakness, not the weakness itself. Which means an infirmity isn't an issue, it's what the issue tells you you cannot do. And infirmity is a handicap. Say it's a handicap. Pay attention. So you're walking with something you don't actually need because you can see just fine. But you convince yourself, I need something to feel my way through. And this is why some of you are having challenges because we walk by faith, not by sight, which means you're out of order trying to fill it out anyhow. Y'all not talking to me 9.15. I'm just trying to feel it. I'm just trying to go with the flow. That's not what we do. We walk by faith. We call things that be not as though they were. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. I don't have to see it because I said it. I believe that I will see it. I don't have to know it because I have a God that knows all things. I believe that all things work together for my... You ready? I said, are you ready? This man has a what? Infirmity. He's not sick. He's not paralyzed. He's not lame. He's not blind. He has a spirit of handicap. He has a spirit of I can't. Make this declaration and say, but I can. can. So look at verse 6. When Jesus saw him lying there. Now the appropriate word, the appropriate word would be laying there. Say laying. That'd be the appropriate word. When Jesus saw him lying there, the appropriate word would be laying there. But the Bible says he was lying there. Because when you have an infirmity, you begin to tell yourself lies about what you can't do to make you feel good about not doing it. 915, I don't like your silence. Some of you, you talk about the devil is a liar. Let's talk about you lying to yourself. Well, I can't make it without them. You're going to make it without them and do just fine. I can't make it without that. You're going to make it without that and do just fine. I need somebody to help me. You're about to help yourself. Well, my mama didn't do me right. That's all right. God got her. You need to make sure that you don't become her. Make sure that her toxic doesn't become your toxic. Make sure that her drano doesn't become your drano. Open up your mouth. Say, "Stop stop lying. You have to stop lying to yourself. So what does the Bible say? When Jesus saw him lying there not laying there which is the appropriate word the man was lying to himself the bible says that jesus said to him do you want to be made well look at me not healed because you don't need a healing look at me you're waiting on a miracle you don't need you don't need a miracle you got the money they don't shout over here Yup." And I start popping my neck, that means it's about to get real aggressive. Come on. Come on 915 in this bill. Watch me. You don't need somebody to co-sign for you. Your credit is good. You just need to stop being a punk and go apply. Y'all ain't going to say nothing? I'm going to come over here. Watch me. You don't need somebody to hook you up with a job. Your credentials speak for themselves. And I prophesy to somebody, you're about to stop step into a vice-presidency rope. You're about to step into the C-suite. You're about to upgrade. Oh my God! 9:15, shouted, upgrade me, Lord. I don't like the way you said it. Say it with authority. Say, upgrade me, Lord. Upgrade. Let's go. When Jesus saw him lying there, you've been lying to yourself. Well, when I have the education, do you understand? Most billionaires didn't go to college. Billionaires do it to pay people who go to school. So for some of y'all, you not having an education is an indication from God of the level he wants you to live at. I don't like your silence. And nothing's wrong with education. You should pursue. Watch me. Watch me. When Jesus saw him lying there, not laying there. Look, look, at, the, look at the person next to you. We're almost done. Say, stop lying to yourself. You keep telling yourself, well, I don't have the skills to do it. So you don't have Google? You don't have YouTube? You don't have ChatGPT? You don't have Alexa with her disobedient behind? She listens half the time. Use her for the half the time she listens. You ready? You ready? I don't know anybody. You mean to tell me you serve a God that created everybody and he can't introduce you to the right somebody? You know what I love? When God opens seats up and you're like, we don't know who's gonna do that. And in the nick of time, God sends everything. I know what I'm preaching. He'll send everything that you need and say, nope, I got you taken care of. You mean to tell me your God knows everybody and you concerned that he can't introduce you to one somebody? Come on, let's pre- let's preach this and prophesy this over our lives. Say, and the earth will yield every person, place, thing, and idea that I need to do what I'm created to do. Put a praise right there. Go. We're almost done. Why 38 years? Son, why 38 years? You want to know why? Who is he around? He was around sick people. You ever been around somebody sick? And you wasn't really sick? But you started talking about, I don't know, I'm just not. You grabbing on your throat? I don't know. You ever been around somebody sad, and then you leave just tell me I don't even know if I want to live no more. And then you go eat, and then you're like, I'm good. Let's go. Nine fifteen. Ready? Ready? You ever been around somebody hype, and then you leave from around them just let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) You ready? (laughs) Let go influences look at the bible 3 john 1 11. third john 1 11 says this it says do not let this bad example influence you what's an example i had to experience it i had to see it it entered through my senses he says follow only what is good remember that those who do good prove that they are god's children and those who do evil prove that they do not know god everybody look at me and look at me with all the strength that you got in your eyes The only reason that man was there for 38 years is because those five porches that were supposed to be grace were filled with people that were a disgrace. Their sick made him sick, but he wasn't sick. Their blindness made him think this is as good as life's going to get for me. Matter of fact, look, we all here, we got one another. And for some of you, your circle has become a cage because nobody wants to do better. And the ones that start talking about you just going to leave me. Yep. So sure I'm not going to stay stuck in this bondage, in this mess, in this foolishness. Either you get up and come with me or you can stay here. But let the record reflect that I decided that if God had it for me, I wanted it. I need you to prophesy with your hands like you're reaching for more. Say, I'm reaching for everything. God has for me. Why 38 years? He's around sick people. Go back to that scripture. He's around sick people that are infected. So their infection infects him. Why is he there for 38 years? He's around lame people. And their inability to move forward has affected him. Why has he been there for 38 years? He is around paralyzed people. And because they are powerless and ineffective, he's now powerless and ineffective. There's nothing worse than you having power to do something, but you're surrounded by powerless people. So you operate like you're at a deficit when you're really in a surplus. Look at the person next to you and say, you could have done this years ago. Say, but that's all right. Tell them, say, but that's all right. I pray God push you to do it this week. I need faith because I got to wrap this message up. But for some of y'all, God said, I waited until the last week and a half of the month just to make sure how many days are left 10 days 10 is the number of divine perfection God says I'm about to perfect those things that concern you and it's gonna happen quickly and it's gonna happen suddenly and it's gonna happen immediately lift your hands open up your mouth and give God worship for 10 seconds 10 9 come on Facebook come on YouTube come on every online platform lift your hands right where you're at hallelujah Hallelujah! Look at that. Influences, here it is, are introduced by nouns. People, places, things, and ideas. When Satan wants to get you, he doesn't just walk up on you. He's going to do it through a toxic influence. And before, this is what he was able to do to you. Every time they're toxic, it polluted you. It made you muddy. It made you mean. It made you have an attitude. For some of you, where you're headed, watch me, you have to be kind to people because they're about to write you checks that handle you. And not just because of that, but because that's who you are. Somebody said, that's just who I am. Here, here's what happened. He introduced all of these negative things, these toxic influences. Say people. people places, places. Things. things ideas. ideas. So pay attention. 1 Thessalonians five, two, one. Last scripture, we out. He says, but test all things carefully so you can recognize what's good and hold firmly to that which is good, which means by default, look at the next verse. By default, this means that we are to abstain detox we are to abstain and it's not just 22 it's 522 he plays the numbers we are to abstain from every form of evil and keep away from it let me break this verse down and let's go you ready but test somebody say i have to test everything everything. how do you test something you test something by asking questions what is a test a series of questions so whenever an influence is introduced you got to say where is this in the word how does this advance his kingdom? How is this being a blessing? You ready? Do I want to reap this? It'd be easy to, to stop doing certain things if you simply ask yourself, to, you know why I'm not sloppy when I serve the Lord? Because I don't like sloppy servants. You know why I give God my best is because I want the best. Y'all not gonna say that to me. Ready? Right, look, 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 ask questions. He says. Test all things carefully so you can recognize what is good and hold firmly to that which is good. Look at the next verse. It says, abstain. That's a verb. This means refrain and restrain, which means there are certain things. I'm not doing that. So when people call you with gossip, I'm not doing this. But I'm just trying to tell you, I don't need to know nothing about nobody else's business. I got so much of my own business going on, I ain't got time to hear nothing about nobody else's business. Would you look at somebody and say, you got too much business to be in other people's. I, I, you heard what so and so doing? I don't care what so and so is doing. They got nothing to do with where I'm going. You would get to your destination. Listen, when you're running track, anybody ever ran track? All of that, you know. I watch people run track. You know someone? Wait a me. What When they're running track, they cannot be focused on who's in the other lanes. I got to stay in my lane to run my race because I'll trip myself up in your lane trying to run your race. And for some of y'all, stop comparing yourself to other people. That's why you keep tripping, not realizing their lane is not your lane. If you stay in yours, you're going to win your race. I got to close it. But would you elbow somebody and say, stay in your lane and run your race? Abstain. This means refrain and restrain. And over the next few messages, we're going to unpack some of the most sinister toxic influences, toxic relationships, toxic people, toxic words. Oh, we're going to get in it. You ready? Say abstain. Abstain. Refrain, restrain. Refrain means I don't do it. Restrain means I want to do it, but I shouldn't do it. Let me back that thing. Refrain means I don't. There are certain things it's easy for you to refrain from doing. You know, what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like if you don't, and I'm just and I'm not judging nobody, so don't get all, don't get all, don't get all weird. But for some of y'all, <laughs> you know, I don't, how you hold it? I don't know. Is it? Is that, how you hold it? Oh, the other way. Oh, you push a little further down. See, I don't know nothing about this. She's saying, put it down. I ain't doing it right. Look, good, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> you, got your, you got your new ports. Listen, your cools. No judgment. If you don't like smoking, okay, I want to say something, but I feel like this 915 might be judgmental. So, okay, don't don't y'all tell my business. I'm so serious. So when I was a kid, there was a relative that smoked. And I was like, he make it look so Enjoyable. Let the little window down. Do the little tap out the window. All right, I see faces. I'm not telling y'all none of my never mind. I knew somebody that was a kid. Somebody I knew that was a kid. Somebody I knew. Look, at the neighbor and say it's somebody Bishop knew. Cause I felt a lot of judgment coming through the ca- the cameras felt judgmental. Yeah, I know. All right. So when I was a ki- when I was a kid. And so, and so one day, one day, me and, and, and a family member, you know, they were in the house. We looked in the car. We saw them Newports in the car. So I was like, she looked at me. She was like, I said, well, now I, was I was a kid. I was a kid. I was a kid. I was a kid. So, so listen, so we opened the door to the Bonneville. Listen. <laughs> that tells you. There used to be a car manufacturer called Oldsmobile and they had a car that was called a Bonneville. Ready? So we opened the car. We get this thing, and and so, you know, she she was really driving this, it was really her. It really was. She was pushing this whole thing. She's always been out of order her whole life. (laughs) No judgment. No adjustment. So we take one out. And we're like, I think you're supposed to do this. So we light it. We light it, and you know. And so you know, I probably was holding it wrong then too. And I put it on my lips. I'm like, okay. And I smell the, the nicotine, all that, and all. I was like, the menthol, and like, mm, or whatever. You're yeah, like, mm, this is not. I'm not called to this life. Let me get back to church. <laughs> I'm called to the things of God. This is real judgmental at this 9:15. I'm not telling y'all no more. My, ba- I have never sinned ever. <laughs> you ready? You got my back. Okay. And so I was like, "This is disgusting." I was like, "We ain't got to finish this." I said, "You can take that. Look, put it on in there in that water." Ain't nobody smoking. And then after that, I was determined. Every pack of cigarettes I saw, I grabbed them. We got my cigarettes? I don't know. You're going to stop smoking today? I was a kid. Everybody in the comments say, he was a kid. In the building, y'all say, he was a kid. Here it is. Why you say that story? Because there's certain things that it's easy for you to refrain from because you don't like it anyhow. You can't be tempted, with what ain't tempting? If somebody, watch me, if somebody that you are not attracted to tries to holler, you're like, this ain't no temptation. I'm not interested. Baby Bye. Ooh, but let the right body, yada yada show up. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Now it's not refraining because there's something in you that wants to. You've got to restrain. And the Bible says you're going to have to refrain and restrain. Just because you like it doesn't mean it ain't toxic. Just because you're drawn to it doesn't mean it's not toxic. So then what happens? So then what happens? Bishop, Bishop if I have all of this toxic... That's happened. Why are we in a divine detox? Everybody stand. Everybody stand in the building and online. Everybody stand in the building online. I gotta go. Everybody stand in the building online. So, all of this toxic has been introduced to you over the years. So, the question becomes well, then how do I get this out of me? Because, Bishop, there's still toxic influences around me, which is why the rest of this series is gonna be the best of this series. Because what happens is you begin to detox, it doesn't really matter how toxic. 915, y'all better clap for my science experiment. It don't matter how much toxic is introduced. It never ends up changing you. And I'm here to tell somebody, you might be around some toxic influences, but between now and the end of this series, that toxic is not going to get on the inside of you. Lift your hands and open up your mouth. Say, detox me, God. Detox me, God. He touched me God in Jesus name release a great praise right there release a great praise like that like something's about to change like something's about to shift like something's about to happen and what hadn't happened in years the Bible says that man was immediately he got up and he started walking Come on, 915. You're about to get up and you're about to start walking. You're about to get up and you're about to start talking. You're about to get up and you're about to start living. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and online. Today, today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Nothing of what I just said applies to you if you haven't given your life to the Lord. So today... If you're in this building or online, wherever you're at, today is your day. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame, no judgment. God, he convicts us. He doesn't condemn us. Condemnation says you're so bad. Conviction says you're, there's so much greater and better in you. Today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself the Lord or be sure in this building or online, on the count of three, you're going to do the hand-waving emoji online, or the hand-waving emoji, say it's me online. In the building, you're going to slip your hand up. Father, we pray that scales come off our eyes and ears so that no one be restricted in this moment from coming to you. We cancel every lie that the enemy would tell them that God won't love them because of this or they can't start over because of that. We cancel that now in Jesus' name. On three. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. If that's you, hands up in this building. Online, you do the hand with emoji Just say, it's me. I see you. I see you everybody pray this prayer with me say father thank you for dying in my place thank you for your love for me i confess with my mouth and i believe in my heart that you are my lord and my savior give me the grace to be a faithful christian from this day forward if i fall if i fail give me the grace to get right back up again today is the beginning of the rest of my life in jesus name amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, you're sure? Scan that QR code or text, come on, we celebrate that church or text Harvest to 55498. Some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. You need a voice that can speak life into your life. You don't have to live in Denver. You don't have to live in Atlanta. We're a hybrid church, which means you can live anywhere across America and around the world and be a part of the Harvest family. If that's you, say, Bishop, how do I know you're my shepherd? That's how you know. It's in the voice of a shepherd. Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. God doesn't call you to a church building. Look at me. He doesn't even call you to a community of people. Because people come, people go, people change. But the voice he's assigned you to, you lock on to that voice. This is a principle that I live by. I'm a man in authority, but I'm a man under authority. And I'm locked on to my voice. When he say jump, my response is, how high and where we going, sir? And if God's called... You know I'm your shepherd. Be a part of the family. Text harvest at 55498 or scan the QR code. Listen, let's move quickly. If you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you want to sow the seal, I want you to get that ready. There are two seeds today, and you're going to sow at the level of your faith. There's a 25 and there's a 50. There's a 25 and there's a 50. 50 is the number of jubilee. 50 is the number of jubilee. It's the number of emancipation. Come on here. Celebration. And Restoration. 25, two, witness, five, supernatural, grace, favor. I want to push as many as can to sow the 50. Why? Because you need to see Jubilee. What did that man experience after 38 years? Emancipation. He was set free from himself. And for some of you, the only cage you've been in is the one you've put yourself in. What did that man experience? He experienced restoration. He's better. What did he experience? Celebration. It was a win or a win for him. For the very next moment, the Bible says that he goes and he runs to the church. He runs to the temple. He hadn't been able to do that for 38 years because he told himself he couldn't. I just want to speak this. You're about to do what you told yourself you could never do. 9.15, I need your faith to increase when I speak things like that. You're about to do what you told yourself you would never be able to do. Come on, lift your giving to the Lord in the building and online. How can you give it? Use Cash App. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, GiveLify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Text to give. That's the way I just used to give. Text them out to 84321. Hear me as your shepherd. I never tell you to sow what I don't sow. Often I do double what I say to sow for you to sow. Because I know the power of giving. Somebody asked me about giving yesterday. And I I said, oh, I've seen it work. You can't talk me any other way. You can't tell me any other truth. I have seen my giving work for me. And you're going to see it work for you. Lift it in the building and online. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I seal this word now. Believing that I'm detoxing from toxic influences. I believe that these last 10 days of this month and let me speak to those of you that watch this later whatever month you're in when you watch this over the next 10 days this will still apply to you this is not time limited or time locked everybody make this declaration say and you will perfect those things that concern me in jesus name amen. The bastards are passing here at Grape If you're online, you can hump off of the stream or scan the QR code to sew. So what is this sewing to seal? I've never heard of that. It shows up several places in the Bible, but it's made explicitly clear in 1 Samuel chapter 9. When the man of God gave them direction that spoke to their situation, they sewed to seal that. Hear me. We've been doing that since May of 2022. Every service, every prayer, The Lord, He'll give me a specific seed and say name and target that seed. I said, Lord, I'd never done that before prior to May of 2022. He said, That's because I'm about to release wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. And and if you are wondering if it's working, just go read those praise reports for yourself. Make this declaration. Say, My praise report is next. I love you, nine fifteen. I love you, nine fifteen. Don't forget prayer tomorrow night at 7. Wednesday night live Bible study in this building and online at 7. We're going to deal with relationships. It's going to be good. Let's do it together, everybody. Love God, love people, and love life. I'll be down front to meet and greet you in a moment. Go on the shalom of God.
1: Love you. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So... Just text the word "decision" to five five four nine eight, and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you, and our app or online at www.harvestchurchchurch/give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.